Hi, I'm Sharon Meni. I am one of the promoters at Vera Group. Uh, the company is currently involved in the manufacturing and development of LED televisions, washing machines, air coolers, and a lot of audio products as well. While most of us assume that a lot of electronic appliances and gadgets we use on a daily basis are made in China, television is one category that actually has a robust supply chain in India. And in this episode, your host Akshay Dutt talks to one of the major television manufacturers in India. Viera Group is an original device manufacturer, which means that they design and manufacture televisions for other brands. The television in your living room may have a brand of a Korean or an American company, but it may actually be manufactured by Viera Group. Sharan Meni is from the second generation of the Vera Group promoters, taking forward his father's legacy in manufacturing televisions. He talks about the journey of the group from making 10 radio sets a day to today manufacturing thousands of televisions a day. Stay tuned and subscribe to the Founder Thesis podcast to learn about how entrepreneurs are making in India and selling to the world. My father, he started this uh, way back. Uh, we used to uh, make, uh, he, used, he started with make, making audio cassette players at that time. But how um, did he start? Like, how did he get the money to start? Well, uh, I think, you know, at that time, money was a crisis for everyone. So I think he took some loans uh, from multiple people, mm. started very, very small with a very, uh, you know, audio cassette players were made in a small room. And um, even making uh, 10 pieces a day was a big deal at that time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it started that time. And uh, so that uh, must have been like an assembly assembly setup. Like you would buy components, assemble themselves. Yes, yes, yes. It would be complete assemblies. Um, the components, the dyes, the uh, metal parts usually were bought. And... Uh, as I said, making even 10 pieces was, was a big deal at that time. It started with making two pieces a day and 10 wow. pieces became a big, big deal in the span of two, three months. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. And uh, so, like from there, how did uh, he scale it up? Like from that one room where he was doing 10 pieces a day? Like So, I think, uh, uh, you know, things got much more scaled up once India opened up, uh, you know, as the demand increased, uh, my father also set up a, a factory uh, where audio... Who was he selling to? Was he like... like We had our own brand. Uh, it's called Iconic. That brand still exists. And so uh, with that own brand, the multiple distributor and dealer networks across India were, uh, were taking the products, liking the products. And uh, still there are... Uh, a huge um, audience who still want that brand in the states of Maharashtra, Gujarat, where that that confidence of the product still exists. So okay. yeah, okay, okay. And like, by when what, did he earn enough, or was he making enough monthly revenue to invest in a factory? Like, when did that transition happen from? I think the factory was taken on rent to start with. On that time, there was a public system. It's you all know. So it was taking on, taken on rent. Yeah, that is majorly, uh, you know, the rent is very, very less. Um, So we took a factory in Karolbag at that time. Uh, 
must be. But why is the rent zone. less? What is this pagri system like? I am not aware. I am also not very aware. I just know the rent is very less, and it goes on for for years. It's majorly with very little rent. Uh, factory was taken, and uh, yeah, so we started making more from uh, two to ten, from ten to twenty, reached up to five uh, hundred. By nineteen ninety, uh, when India opened up, um, you know the VCD and the DVD players had come in. The speaker segment had come in. The technologies keep kept changing. So my father was uh, very uh, he he used to like getting into new technologies. So by the time it came nineteen ninety four nineteen ninety five, we were approximately making uh, two to three thousand DVD players a day. So uh, yes, the consumer demand increased. Uh, the way of selling increased. We were making for multiple brands also at that time, and that is what the business has grown even today. That's what we are doing even today. Um, then we got which, into making CRT televisions. First brand that you got uh, a deal with, like you know, uh, that like time it used to be a brand called Beltec. Yeah, okay. Also an Indian brand. Uh, there was Beltec. There was Crown. There's yeah, a few brands, few Indian brands who who started. Um, so yeah, it started with that, and um, then we started making televisions, the big televisions. Okay, we from that same Karolbag factory only. No, no, no. Of course, we we changed our factories from Karolbag. We went to Narayana. We had uh, we we took another plant in Narayana. Then we moved to a factory in Noida, and since then we've been. Adding our factories in Noida as a basic self. So started with a big television. Uh, I think CIT television was started by my brother, uh, and uh, uh, we became ODMs to hire and Intech at that time. And uh, the television. So what is also, the, this is, uh, ODM word? What does that mean? It means own design manufacturers. I mean, uh, we we are a design design manufacturer. That means that we design the product, we make the product, and then we send the design of the entire product. And we not only design the product, we also manufacture it and give it to separate brands. Okay, so a brand can outsource uh, the manufacturing of that, uh, and we can just focus on marketing. So, like, higher will just yes, focus yes. on marketing, and you are taking care of the actual product being available for selling. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, you were telling me you got into TVs. Uh, higher was also into CRT, is it? Like, yeah, I think uh, not only higher, multiple brands, uh, more than uh, ten to twelve brands were on CRT. Were were in CRTs. I think most of the brands doing LED TVs were in CRTs at one time. So we were a major manufacturer for CRT, and uh, so I guess like higher would be importing LED from China, and CRT would be getting made in India, something like that. Not sure about that. Uh, how they were doing LEDs, um, but majorly, as I said, multiple brands uh, were buying CRT televisions from us, and then that moved to LED TVs, and uh, um, and the scale kept increasing. The Indian consumers' demands kept increasing. Uh, Indian manufacturing kept increasing with the support of the government. And now uh, that has scaled up to televisions, washing machines, air coolers, speakers. Um, yeah. So by the time you joined, uh, what was the scale? Like, 
what was the size of the factory or what was the number of like daily manufacturing capacity and some of those things. Tell me about um, uh, I think I joined in 2007. At that time, uh, um, LED TVs had not come in. It was majorly CRT TVs, but CRT TVs were already at a big scale. Uh, we were doing approximately two to 3,000 CRT TVs a day, approximately one to 2,000 um, DVD players or uh, audio players a day. Um, but the major point is that CRT was more of an Indian product. It wasn't an it wasn't an international product. Internationally, the world had moved to LED televisions even at that time. So the international uh, products like televisions, like uh, you know, home theater systems, um, these these came in much later by two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Okay, so like. Uh, you know, uh, tell me your own journey at Viera Group. Like when you started, what were you doing? And, you know, subsequently, what are the ways in which you contributed to its growth? Right. Uh, so um, I started at a time when, um, you know, there was a lot of transition in technology happening, especially in the visual zone. Our TVs were turning into uh, a USB player, you know. And that cable TV journey was finishing. Tata Skies were coming in. Um, USB was the new thing. So the way of watching, uh, you know, watching anything was changing. So it was very important to quickly adapt. Otherwise, uh, you would rather in the technology segment die very soon. So uh, the adaptation is majorly what uh, I brought on and uh, what actually the company could do uh, very well which is why we are, I would just surviving. So the adaptation of the USB technology, the adaptation of a smart television, the smart adaptation uh, of, um, um, you know, of uh, Wi-Fi, the adaptation of internet, which is the big thing. Now, finally, the OTT. So th this, this adaptation that has been happening very, very quickly is what Vera has been doing. As I said, we are a design manufacturer. We, we really focus on R&Ds. We have our R&D centers across the world now. So uh, so we focus on R&Ds in all the products. So changing as per the market, changing as per the demands and changing as per the worldwide technology is what I would say the major part of the journey has been. So, so uh, it is still going on very fast and very quickly. So just adaptation is, I, I would say, one part of it. Second part, of course, is India has been changing. The consumer demands have been changing. Uh, the governments have been changing. And uh, the world has been changing very rapidly. To, to keep pace with that, in especially in the manufacturing, is, is what is very, very important. And uh, that is what I think Vera has been able to do. Okay, okay. Um, you know, who decides... Uh, that this is what we should design. Well, before the how, like how to design something, you need to decide what you want to design. So how does that decision happen on what you want to design? Is it led by customer, your, you know, brand that you're manufacturing for? Do they ask you that we want this kind of a TV or how does that happen? See, uh, in the journey, you find all kinds of customers and brands. Uh, some customers are majorly more uh, skeptical about the new technology because new technology can also become a loss-making technology itself. There has been, if 10, 10 new technologies come, more than five fail. 
So you have to actually uh, step into the right technology for the right customers. So majorly the point is that uh, uh, we have to adapt to new technologies. Mostly we have to choose the right technologies. Once we once we do that, once the design has been completed, then we actually uh, uh, then we actually push it to the brands. And once we push it to the brands, if it is a success for any brand, it is a combined success for us and the brand. So uh, as Vera, we we would try to get into at least 70% of the new technologies, especially as per the market. Uh, you know, Indian market does not, uh, if there are tech, 10 technologies, does not mean that Indian market would need all the 10. We have to see the consumer needs, the consumer demands. And of course, we have, uh, you know, we have the top, three or four in the international segment who we can actually look at and say, okay, this is the technology we should focus at. So, so that's what we've done. Yeah. Okay. 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 So you would like make a prototype, show it to your customers uh, and based on which customer likes what, then it goes into manufacturing. But first prototyping is something you do at your risk, basically. So I think uh, depends on the technology and how we are confident on the technology. If the if the technology we are not ourselves very com- confident, we would only do prototyping. But if we are very focused on a technology, um, we would not only do prototyping. We would complete the whole product. Uh, also, make sure that it's marketed well. Uh, so a lot of marketing that you see uh, around you has been created by the manufacturers itself because manufacturing segment is what what everyone wants uh, to to work on. I want to zoom into some of the things you said. Uh, so, uh, like you said that out of 10 technologies, five of them fail. Uh, give me examples to help me understand, like in, in let's say, the TV space, what technologies failed, uh, technologies that... Well, you've seen a lot of technologies. 3D televisions came in, wasn't really a success. And there was curved televisions, which came in, wasn't really a success. Uh, these are few of it. Then there was technologies with inbuilt sector box. So these are just few of it. Then I can keep going on. I can keep going on. So technologies also change. This is, this is something that you can actually notice visually. Otherwise, you know, if you actually see the LED TVs today, it was, it started with LCD television. Yeah, so uh, that technology also, I, I, would, I wouldn't say that failed, but that technology eventually changed. For that betterment. was a migration phase. Like yeah, but changed for betterment and this yeah. upgradation keeps happening. And while this upgradation happens, there are multiple options to get into. You know, there's DLED, there is OLED, there is QLED, there is 4K, 8K, uh, you know, uh, and mini LED, micro LED. There is so much in this. So it is It is just that which is the mass volume product, which is the niche product, which is the product which will not work in your country and which is the product that you actually need to focus on. So the, a combination of all this is actually what drives the entire manufacturing segment. As a manufacturer, we cannot do something which will only produce 100 pieces a month. Uh, we would need to produce something that can produce 10,000 a day which will create demand for 10,000 a day. Right, right. So, right. so we need to actually look at the market, the technology, uh, the yeah. demands, as well as the supply sources. Okay. What are the supply sources? What do you mean by supply sources? Like the LED panel itself? 
So LED panels are made out of cells, open cells, what we call it. Now okay. these open cells are made by only five to six manufacturers across the world. So what does an uh, open cell look like? What is an open it cell? Is, like? It is pure glass. It is just a glass. Glass with silicon inside, um, with chips inside. So this is done by only five to six manufacturers across the world. And uh, to create relationships with these five to six manufacturers in the world, you you hear about semiconductor shortages all the time. To make sure that you you have the right supply sources in electronics is very, very important, which is what helps you drive technology, which is what, which is what helps you keep up with the pace of technology. So yeah, as I said, the right sources, the right design houses, the right uh, relationships, all together drive the technology business. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And these are like mostly in China, these uh, uh, open cell manufacturers. Uh, well, uh, you see, it is a it is a mix of everything. Uh, today, if you see smart televisions, the software and the OS is controlled by is controlled by US. Yeah, Google, Amazon, then there is Korea, LG. Uh, the hardware, on the other hand, is controlled by China, while the semiconductors is uh, quite a lot controlled by Korea and Taiwan. So it is a mix of all. You can't really say that it is China. China, of course, controls the hardware of the world today, while US controls the software. So yeah, it is. It is the magnitude is very big when it comes to the supply sources. Okay. Uh, can you help me understand what are these different types of LED technologies that you spoke about, and, and like you know, which technology is suitable for what kind of use case? So India is a um, country is. Quite practical, I would say. Um, you know, the the volumes come out of anything which is the right right price with the right technology. So, uh, I would say a normal HD television, which is thirty two inches, still drives more than fifty percent of the LED TV market. While then the market keeps changing to four K, which again drives approximately the rest of the balance. Only I think uh, only the uh, Top five or six percent goes on to the other technologies, which are much higher and expensive. Out of that, also a major share is taken by the top three brands in the world, um, because it is you know it is for that niche. So uh, so the two K and the four K segment of HD, full HD, and the four K uh, segment UHD uh, drive more than eighty five to ninety percent of the sales. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, full HD is two K and UHD is four K. HD and Full HD is 2K and okay, uh, UHD okay. is 4K. Okay. 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 Got it. But uh, you were uh, speaking of like uh, OLED, micro LED. What are these things like? This is the future. Um, I think uh, the technology is something that the older technology dies and the new technology becomes cheaper and eventually becomes the mainstream. So the future is even more clarity. Um, you see, when you used to see the big CRT television, the clarity was much lower uh, the, uh, than what it is today. So the clarity will keep increasing. It will become more and more lifelike. That is what television is all about. And uh, just making it more and more lifelike is what the world is working on. So that it seems more real. The entertainment seems more real, be it gaming, be it uh, visual effects, be it anything. You know, there is Dolby, there is there's so much. So uh, making the sound picture 
more lifelike as well as creating new content and providing it to the customer is what this whole industry is about, which is the entertainment industry as well as the, um, you know, the televisions. So that is what it is. And, uh, I mean, that's what is, this is basically the future that we are, we are working on. So, So, uh, you know, I'm a little bit of a tech nerd. Like, uh, can you, like, you know, from a technical point of view, help me understand what is LED technology? What is OLED technology? OLED, you know, in terms of how they are made. And because you are sparing the R&D, so I'm sure no one better than you to explain it. So, uh, see, LED technology is basically, uh, you know, uh, you are emitting light on a glass, which is which is the main technology here, which glass creates the picture, which has inbuilt chips and inbuilt uh, silicons which which create the picture as per the requirements uh, or as per the what the uh, uh, the semiconductors uh, create so uh, that is the visual effect till now the the backlights which is the light behind the glass is what uh, creates um, that uh, that picture that you see but very soon uh, so uh, the, the glass itself the glass is able to change that backlight into different colors and so on that's what's happening. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, okay. exactly. But very soon you see, you see the big screens in the malls or in the, you know, across the roads where there are very little small lights called the LED lights creating pictures and you can see big billboards of those pictures. So very soon the technology is changing to very small LED lights in which no backlight or no glasses required those small chips and lights will create your picture so the smaller it gets the more real it becomes so that is what is called the pixel so when we say 2k means 2000 pixels right Uh, so that is how it is and what is this technology called in which the light uh, is inside the glass itself it's called micro LED okay and what is OLED? So OLED is uh, the technology from LG. Uh, LG has created this technology where um, every color is even more enhanced and black is blacker. When it's a black color, it will feel like the TV is off. So uh, that is the technology and it is, uh, you don't need, uh, that also emits light on its own. The, even the OLED, the glass emits light on its own. So you don't need a separate, uh, you know, light uh, behind. So, so it's that's why it's very slim also. Okay, very beautiful okay, looking okay. product. Okay, okay, okay. I think most premium smartphones use uh, OLED. Yes, yes, of course. So that is why you see the clarity of the phones today is beautiful. Oh, and how is OLED and mini LED different from a technical perspective? Um. It's just two different technologies. As I said, the technologies keep uh, changing and uh, maybe the same picture can have two different costs or uh, better efficiency, longer hours. All these things are looked at. As I said, both these technologies are very new to actually find one. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, one thing is for sure that we will have better clarity in the near future. A more lifelike picture in the near future. We can't say which technology will be that. No, but they both sound the same. Like both of them have light inside the glass only instead of a backlight. 
what is the difference from so mini in the micro led i have no glass right oh there's no glass only okay okay, okay. micro Got led it. is picture created from the pcb while yeah. oled is picture clear created from the glass okay so uh, i also remember hearing about plasma tvs and at one part of time there was a lot of hype today i don't hear of it but uh, what was that plasma so plasma television was also uh, you know uh, basically the picture created through projector lights uh, you know you see the projectors that was the projector used to create the the light behind there was obviously a glass but projector itself has its own issues with the you know if there is too much light it will become dark the clarity is become an issue so because of that the technology over changed over changed mm-hmm. okay 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 got it got it okay so uh, how does your r&d happen you have it in house or you work with design agencies or you know how does that happen like so it is actually a combination it is actually a combination of r&ds uh, as i said that the the glass manufacturers which are the top 5 have their own technologies they are working on the picture in the glass then there is the pcbs the pcbs um, there are semiconductors so everyone is working on uh, maybe a specific technology it is a combination of all these technologies i i would say google is working on its software daily so it is a combination of all these technologies which is actually given to the end product what we are doing is we are localizing these technologies and at the same time making sure that the indian consumer gets what they want um uh, on top of that in localization also the cost effectiveness the cost efficiencies is something that we are looking at uh, lastly uh, there are a lot of licenses involved there are a lot of um, you know you cannot actually work with the top uh, you know uh, top firms without any licenses they require their own licenses just to make sure that you are uh, working with the right ethics in the country also making sure there is no um, you know uh, mishandling of the technology so working with all these aspects together is what we do and what our r&d actually does working in tandem with these people working uh, making sure the hardware and the software combine uh, all all hardwares as well as all technologies put together is what the customer gets it's the right product for the company it's the right product for the consumer is what the r&d in india is actually done for of course as i said the r&d is available the r&d centers are available across the world um, uh, and you need to have people around the world uh, working for your company just to make sure that your technology is well versed with the newer technologies with the newer Uh, R&Ds that are coming in across by different yeah. segments. So, like these would be like uh, these R&D centers would be like design agencies with whom you would have. Design, there, there are design agencies. We have our sure. own design uh, design houses also across different parts of the world. So, yes, but there are design agencies. There are um, there are also uh, I would say design houses created by a few of these. Uh, you know major manufacturers or major technology hubs across the world so yeah so as in uh, you have uh, opened up uh, design offices in other parts of the world where like you have set up an entity and employed people and they are we have, designed from that we have opened up 
in some places we have collaborated in some places because uh, you you uh, you know to 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 have this uh, you need a lot of volumes to make sure that the R and D hub or the R and D center is able to survive. So that volume cannot be given by just one. It it is a combination of the entire world that actually support them. Okay. And what are these locations, and what is special about each of these locations? Every location has something special. You can get something new from everyone. You just have to hit the right button, and they have to hit hit the right button. If you are part of that technology, it will do well for you. But as I said, the technologies keep failing. Technologies keep coming. ویلیز That's where the software is. Software, some part of hardware, some some part of software. Uh, hardware integrates software in Silicon Valley also. Integration is also there. Then there is Taiwan, IP, going building job in semiconductors, be it the cars, be it the electronics, be it anything, what you use, semiconductors is very, very important. Further, all this uh, requires cheap labor. It requires great manufacturing efficiencies, requires hardware to put in. Then it's China. There is the finance hubs, which includes uh, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, and finally we come back to our own country, having a brilliant market. Uh, uh, consumers are different; requires localization. We need big sound; it means love sound. Uh, we need the uh, picture to be really more colorful. Uh, so every country is different. Uh, on top of that, our designs are different. We like things big. Worldwide things, uh, worldwide people want things smaller. So, uh, so it is a mix of everything. Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it. Okay. So, when you localize the technology, then it would be like tweaking the color palette so that it it's more vibrant and appealing to Indian consumers, and using more powerful speakers than uh, what would be used in other countries, and so on. And I said localization. This is one part of it. Localization also involves making the TV smart as per India. Hotstar is the number one app for India, while Netflix is the one number one app for the world. Um, the content in India is very different. The apps in India is very different. Hmm. Uh, the requirement of the Indians is very different. So picture sound is just one part of it. As the hmm. TV becomes smart, it is not just hmm. not just. picture and sound you need to work on you need to work on the consumer preferences yeah okay so um yeah okay you you spoke about uh, customizing from a software perspective um i want to understand do you uh, have like do you just use like say android and uh, with minor changes or do you do like a very very unique version of android or like you know and android is just one example it could be like say the the amazon fire tv platform and so, so today on. there are multiple technologies available uh, there is obviously google's android which everyone knows about lg has its own server called webos every lg tv that you take is webos samsung has its tizen these are all os's across the world 
But then, this WebOS and Tizen would be exclusive to their devices, right? I, you would not. No, be. no, no. Nothing is exclusive. As I said, no. that no design house can work individually. Not possible. The expense is so big that you need the worldwide infrastructure and the worldwide audience to work with it. Um, and there is uh, Fire TV. You have the Fire Sticks. So much. I mean, the the extent of how much technology there is in the world. I'm just talking about the top few. There are more than hundreds. Yeah. So uh, every country requires something different. Roku TV. Maybe you haven't even heard of it. Is number one in the US. Is not even existent in India. So every country, as I said, requires different aspects. Uh, every day there is a new application being launched, which becomes just, you just need one good web series and your application is number one. Yeah, fair, you fair. To make sure that your, your, your product has it. Otherwise, you know, your customer will call you and say, okay, this is, is useless. How do I watch that? So television has become more of a, uh, personalized product. You know, every customer is different. You need to make sure that your uh, product can, uh, you know, at least uh, make sure that you, ta uh, you, you can get the maximum audience. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, you're saying that you would find WebOS in uh, other brands of TVs also, not just in LG, like the other yes, companies. Of course. Of which, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So this software layer, uh, doesn't the brand control it themselves or that is also something which you only make the software layer? Well, the brand, obviously, if LG is doing WebOS, then it will create a differentiation point for itself. Of course, we know that. Uh, but uh, Android TV, on the other hand, uh, is also maybe it might be different for different brands, but the multiple aspects, the overall basics of the of the television is the same for a certain uh, OS. So the basics remain the same. You can tweak a little. So every brand tweaks a little. No, but some might have something good. For them or yeah. they do the tweak? Yeah. yeah. It, it depends. It depends on the brand. If the brand right. has its own R&D, even right. they can do it. It depends on the brand right. itself. Yeah, okay. What do you manufacture? What's your current capacity? TVs? Uh, we currently can produce approximately now uh, approximately 10,000 televisions in a day. Um, we are uh, currently using approximately 70% of that capacity. Okay. Okay. And uh, your, uh, none of these TVs are with your brand name. This is all like ODM business, basically. Majorly, yes. Majorly, yes. Okay. 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 So, uh, why don't you launch your own brand also? Like, because you are designing, you are customizing software, you understand consumers, uh, you understand what will sell. So, I mean, why not just, you know, like it be as easy as launching a brand using Amazon and Flipkart? I think what I can do, they can't do what they can do, I can't do. They do branding much better than we do. We might do manufacturing much better than they do. So... Uh, it is a focus point, I would say. And eventually, only if I treat these brands as my own brands, would I be able to prove justice to them. So this is the major point. I mean, I think generally this is the evolution, right? Most 
people who are doing contract manufacturing eventually start by launching their own brand also you know, like uh, or acquiring a brand and then making it their, like say Foxconn like a lot of these Chinese players had started like that and then they launched their own brands uh, you don't think that journey will be the same for you like not necessarily. I mean, the biggest of the ODMs today are still not launching their own brand. Uh, there is Winstron making Apple phones. There is Foxconn, as you said, uh, is still the biggest, one of the biggest ODMs of the world. So not necessarily. I mean, there are, are examples where the brands have, you know, they have converted into brands, but they might have their own reasons at that time. But not necessarily. I mean, of course, you can continue being an ODM. It is just a growth how your growth uh, turns out to be. If your customers grow with you together, then you don't mind continuing the same aspect. How it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Got it. Got it. Okay. And, uh, you know, what is the uh, kind of revenues that you do currently? And so what is the contribution of different business units to that revenue? So overall, the business is uh, growing. I mean, in the past two to three years, the business has known well. As you uh, have more capacities, your revenues also increase. The companies approximately, um, we are expecting that 2022-23 financial year to close at approximately 1,000 crores. And uh, if we do that, we'll be growing by approximately 70 to 80% compared to last year. Wow. Okay. And this is on the back of uh, investments in more capacity like you have. More capacity, more demand, uh, things being more localized. Uh, uh, and of course, business converting from China to India. Right, right, right. So what, percentage, okay. what percentage of this 1000 crore is going to be from TVs? 80%. Okay. So, and what, what does the remaining 20% include? Includes washing machines, air coolers, audio products. So, like, just give an overview of, like, in washing machines, what's your capacity? What kind of machines do you do? And so, like, okay. so we are we are very new in washing machines. We've started around two years back. Uh, mm-hmm. We are doing semi-automatic washing machines. India has a huge demand for semi-automatic washing machines. It's still a very semi-automatic means top loading. That is semi-automatic, right? Semi-automatic means the uh, one with the separate dryer and a separate okay. uh, washer. Uh, two types. Okay. So that is again the India specific model, I would say. India still uh, is requires its help to washing, uh, you know, people come to wash clothes. Uh, might be fully automatic or the front load will be a little more technical for the, uh, you know, for, for some type of market. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, yeah. so that is why that is still the core caters to more than 50% of the market today. Market kept, keeps changing, of course. But uh, we are catering to that market right now. And that is the mass market. And uh, very soon we are planning to grow in this as well. Just like we did in LED. But, uh, so, and yeah, what's your capacity that. here? Like for washing machines? We do approximately 2000 a day. And why did you choose washing machines as a, a area to get into? I think uh, it's a well-integrated product. The supply sources are very similar. The uh, sales side is similar. Uh, uh, so for the company to, uh, it was also one of the major points where the consumers or the customers or our clients had this mm-hmm. demand from us. 
Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. And uh, what are the other products? You said air coolers. Yeah. Air coolers is something we are doing for a long time. Uh, The product is, um, you know, something that the Indian consumers have in the mass market. Uh, It is a very Indian product. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Suffices to the demand of a lot of consumers here. So yeah, that is also an important segment. Audio segment is again. It's the air cooler. What is the capacity here, or what's the units? There? And this would be seasonal. It is a seasonal right? product. Yeah, yeah, it's a seasonal yeah. product. During season, we can cater to approximately. Uh, we do approximately hundred thousand air coolers in a season. Wow! And uh, this is like that plastic body air cooler. Yes, right? yes, of course. The the, yeah. the more modern, not style. the metal one, not the metal ah, plastic. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So this again gives you volumes uh, in that specific season. Hence, it made sense to get. Well, I think you see manufacturing has to be continuous. You know, post Diwali, the television segment decreases. You know, the Indian consumers have spent a lot on Diwali. You usually see that thing happening. So the revenues have to come from some segment or the other, which is where the air cooler segment comes in. Okay, got it. Okay, and this is for those. Uh, like, I don't think any of the TV brands are selling coolers also, right? You would probably have a different set of customers. No, here. no. Multiple. Multiple are. Oh, okay. okay. Many. Many, many are. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. And uh, tell me about audio products. So, this is like the home theaters kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, more like speakers, I would say. You know, keeps changing. Sometimes becomes Bluetooth speakers. Sometimes becomes trolley speakers. Sometimes become 2.1s, 5.1s. Sometimes become DJ speakers. Keeps changing. This market is very, very fast evolving. Uh, currently, I would say we are sticking on to the trolley speakers, which have batteries inside, karaoke, uh, complete entertainment systems is what we are catering. Okay, yeah. Okay, so a trolley system is like a big box uh, in which you can plug in a USB, plug in a mic and uh, all of that. Yeah, Bluetooth, mic, USB, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And, and what is the numbers there? Like, how, I think the numbers I, are quite small there. As I said, that uh, this this segment is more niche. Yeah, trolley uh, is not a mass market product. Like, Yeah, uh, it's a very niche product. Uh, we enjoy this product. We enjoy selling this product and uh, we've got a lot of appreciation on these products ever since we've been doing them. So, uh, India is still not a very big market for this. But uh, I think things will change because worldwide this 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 market is good and I think very soon even India will get this market. But, uh, I mean, I'm guessing that a personal speaker would sell more than this. No, this is not exactly a of personal course, of speaker. course. So this personal like speakers, a... personal speakers is uh, you know the the AirPods, the Hairables. These no, things no, have uh, or even like your these this size speakers like for your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. So we are actually, if you see as a product, we have not really been involved in very small products. We've always been involved in bigger, more bulky products. Uh, so that is why uh, this is uh, one part of it. Of course, we've been asked this question many times because it is eventually a speaker. But uh, currently, this is not the case. Well, you, you're more geared for producing big products than small products. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Also, smaller products, uh, you know, the localization is also a little hard. Uh, 
um, it is a little difficult and different because these things get imported very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, so the volumes might not come in the country. Uh, although that is not the case, the government is doing a lot about it. But uh, yeah, that is one of the... Yeah, okay, 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 got it, okay. So uh, how how do you fund your expansion? Because I don't think you've raised any uh, money from investors, yes, yes, right? We haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So how, how so do you we've, fund uh, as the business has been growing? Uh, um, you know the the limits for the company have also grown with the banks. Uh, the banks have supported us well. You know, banks do not mind supporting companies that are growing well. Funding comes in when you need something extraordinary or the risk might be divided between two to three people. Uh, here we haven't faced that as yet. Uh, maybe when exponential growth comes in even further, we might need that in the future. Uh, but currently we've, we've got the support from the bank and, uh, and we've been able to fund that ourselves as well. Uh, and what's the long-term vision? Like, do you want to go for an IPO eventually or like, of course, I think it is not possible for a business to grow over a uh, certain level. Uh, you have to go for an IPO. But uh, I think it seems quite far right now because, uh, you know, as I said, that the continuous growth is what will drive an IPO. Currently, the growth is very, very, uh, you know, it's, it's just started to grow at this level. The Indian manufacturing has been in the spotlight for some time now. If it remains the same, I think you will see a lot of IPOs coming in in the Indian mm -hmm. manufacturing segment. Mm -hmm. Okay. And are you profitable? Like at this 1000 crore revenue, what will be your EBITDA margin? EBITDA keeps changing. It's electronics. Of course, you, you would understand. Yeah. It's electronics. So EBITDA keeps changing. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes not so good. Yes. But we've never been at loss. We've always been profitable. Okay. Okay. So I guess you could be like going for an IPO soon also, right? 1000 crore top line, EBITDA positive. A lot of these checkboxes are there. Uh, the Indian uh, investors have a lot, lot of options today. You have to uh, have a good moat, uh, you know, uh, a strong background as well as, uh, uh, you know, uh, enough uh, to offer to the Indian investor to have a good IPO, of course, you know, you can have an IPO, uh, but to have a, um, to have a successful IPO, you would need much more. We're working on that. Uh, I think uh, things will take a little time, but yes, that is eventually going to happen. Okay. And what is your mode as a group? So I think, as I said, that designing localization, uh, you know, the Indian manufacturing, uh, we've been here for a while. Uh, at the same time, our client base, our customer base, uh, all this together will create the mode for us. Uh, the biggest point and the biggest mode for technology always will be uh, the trust that you gain from your customers, your consumers and your products. Because this is a technology product, uh, if you, quality is very, very important. If once your quality fails, uh, you are back to zero. The biggest moat is obviously the quality of the products you make, make mm. and uh, that's what we focused on. So what is, uh, how do you uh, maintain quality? Uh, are you using some sort of software and technology solution for that? Or like, you know, what is your way of quality control? 
So we have just invested approximately 200 crores on our new plant, which involves a lot of quality, checking yeah. uh, equipments, a lot of testing equipments, uh, uh, complete new labs, R&D setups, of course, manufacturing facility, which which have its uh, which has its own uh, uh, quality infrastructure, manufacturing infrastructure. It is not only making 10,000 televisions a day. It is making those 10,000 televisions a day with the right quality, with the right testing, with the right infrastructure. So that is what we've invested in. So, uh, uh, so yes, so that is that is what uh, it is. You said you provide marketing support. What do you mean by that? Um, when I, when, uh, when I say marketing support, means marketing for the product. Mm-hmm. What is, you know, you might get a, you might get a watch. But as a brand, if you're not making it, you would not know what is something to market in the watch. Ah, okay. Right. What is the technology you need to market? Mm -hmm. And how do you market it? You see, for example, you are the one, you are the one making these headphones that you're wearing today. Then you know what is different in that product. And you yourself will market the differentiation point. Of course, the brands will, will market it even more and market much more things around it. You see, look at uh, look at Apple today. It's it's just marketing the iPhone 14's camera, right? Nothing else. It's just marketing the iPhone 14's camera because it's absolutely uh, uh, you know that is where it has invested in its technology. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. So, so you give uh, them content that the this we is give content. Mm-hmm. We give them the technology at the same time. We give them the content on how mm-hmm. and where to market. And that brings us to the end of this conversation. I want to ask you for a favor now. Did you like listening to this show? I'd love to hear your feedback about it. Do you have your own startup ideas? I'd love to hear them. Do you have questions for any of the guests that you heard about in this show? I'd love to get your questions and pass them on to the guests. Write to me at ad at the podium.in. That's ad at t-h-e-p-o-d-i-u-m dot in.